In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about perpetually screaming at all the twists, eyeballs, eyeballs everywhere, found family, and decaf coffee in our discussion of Burden Falls slash Wicked Little Deeds by Kat Ellis. Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire, and today we're going to discuss Burden Falls slash Wicked Little Deeds by Kat Ellis. Standard disclaimer, if you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read or listen to the book. Then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just like the show so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. Yay! Yay! (laughs) I'm very excited for this episode. Like, feel like we've been waiting months we have been waiting months to discuss burnfall slash wicked little deeds yes yes we have spoiler alert everyone it's my favorite book that i've read this year it's so good we've read a lot of books claire we've read a lot of books we have we have. My for, Goodreads yeah. goal has been achieved and for smashed. The, yeah. So, podcast books, non-podcast books, this is the best one. This is the best one of the year. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. It, it got me. It, it really got me. I'm still thinking about it. and I mean, literally, because we're talking about it, but even when we're not talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't stop thinking about it. I'm equal parts overwhelmed with joy and infuriated and I'm it's joy at Cat Ellis because it's ma- it's chef's kiss magnificent and infuriated at myself for reasons that will be revealed as we discuss the summary and then actually talk about it. Yeah. 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 All right. So I have a very small amount of background info this time. Perfect. Yeah. Um, on the nerddaily.com, Kat Ellis has asked if you could only describe Burden Falls in five words, what would they be? And her response is chilling, ghostly, murdery, probably cursed. <laughs> and i love it that's perfect and yeah accurate yeah if you threw in vampires it would be a pretty good description of most episodes of fictional hangover especially the probably cursed part oh that's that's yes (laughs) but we're not probably cursed we're definitely cursed we are definitely cursed that's magnificent i love it yeah probably cursed it's my favorite part also i I really like murdery Murdery? and it is it is murdery it feels like there's a question mark in there it's like murdery murdery yeah 
Yes. Probably cursed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've already said our initial thoughts. I mean... Yeah, I'm... What an introduction. Right, I know. But I have to say that I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about this book going into it, which is what I typically do when we have, you know, one of our favorites involved. Yeah. I don't want to know about it. I don't know. I don't want to know about it until like the week that we're covering it on the podcast. I want to stay completely in the dark about it, and I was not at all upset because, wow. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't even read the blurb for this one. Kat is one of these authors that her name alone sells me the book. Don't yep. even know. Don't even know anything else. Yep. Yep. Kat is great. Kat is fantastic. And she did not let us down with this one. Not at all. Are you ready to talk about it? Ava and her uncle Ty and Aunt Carolyn are the only members left of the Thorn family that once owned a distillery that made Thorn's blood apple sour and lived in the manor at the edge of Burden Falls. After her parents died in the car wreck that gave Ava horrible scars on her hands, the family seems probably cursed. Relatable. <laughs> the apples in the orchard died after a blight and a freak freeze, and now Ava and her aunt and uncle are moving out of the manor and into an old mill cottage just down the road. After they move in, Uncle Ty reveals that they had to sell the manor to the only people who would buy it. The Miller family, led huh. by Maddock Miller. The man who killed her parents. Yikes. They get settled in at the mill, and then Ava remembers that she never painted over the depressing mural she painted after her parents died. And it's, you know, at the manor. Mm. If the Miller twins, Freya and Dominic, find it before she can get rid of it, they're going to put it on their horror video show, which... As fake as it is, gets millions of views from around the world. It's not going to be good. She'll have to sneak back over there later and cover it up. Eva calls her friend Ford, who lives near the end of the manor's property. She plans to go over to visit him and then sneak back into the property to get rid of the mural. When she gets to his house, she discovers that he's next door, hanging out with the Miller twins, Eva's <sighs> mortal enemies come on like, dude what the heck <laughs> what cool. are you thinking man the twins aren't really twins but everyone calls them that since freya was moved up in school and now she and dominic are in the same grade ava sneaks onto the property and is working her way through the orchard when she sees someone no it's not who she thinks it is it's just mrs miller the walking the dog she hides, but then overhears Freya having a sexy phone conversation with someone that she would hate for anyone to overhear. Then she's spotted by Dominic, who has taken up residence in her old bedroom. Oh. He, his father and Ford all come out looking for the trespasser, so she runs off to the waterfall. This is a dangerous place, but before long she's able to sneak back home without having peered to the mural again. Damn it, Ava! I know. One thing, one thing to do. 
At school, there are rumors that a girl who had been reported missing last week was found at the bottom of the waterfall with her eyes missing. Yikes. There's also talk of dead-eyed Sadie, the ghost that supposedly haunts the Thorn property and Burden Falls. Did dead-eyed Sadie take the missing girl's eyes? <laughs> After this, Ava goes to art class, taught by Uncle Ty. She and Freya get into a heated discussion of Ava's final art project that might kind of look like dead-eyed Sadie in a penis tower, but it's actually a piece based on the horror graphic novel she's writing, but struggling with. When Ava gets back to her seat, she realizes, after sitting in it, that her chair is covered in red paint. Ugh, did one of Freya's friends do that while they were talking? No, it was actually an accident by another student, but Ava still gets in trouble by her uncle and is sent to the principal's office for causing a scene in class. Dude, Uncle Ty, give her a fucking break, man. She just fucking sat in red paint. I'm sorry, all the F words are coming out. That's right, F words. F words. F words every day. F words for days. Yeah. After school, over the disgusting decaf version of Ava's favourite iced coffee that Aunt Carolyn insisted she switch to, Ava talks to her aunt about the eyeless girl who was found. Mm. Carolyn thinks it might remind Ava of her father's death in the car crash from just about a year ago. But no, it makes her think of dead-eyed Sadie. Dead-eyed Sadie is a ghost who haunts the manor grounds and appears before a thorn dies. Her mother always said Sadie was an omen, a warning of things to come. Ava's grandfather said he saw her before he died, and so did Ava's own father. And Ava too. But she's still alive. Ava thinks about her grandfather's funeral and how upset Uncle Ty was about being the second son. Wistful, Ava goes to her room and looks out of the window, which unfortunately faces the manor and the waterfall. But then she notices a bunch of evil eyes carved into the window frame, which can't be a good thing. She looks out the window again and maybe sees Dead-Eyed Sadie out there on the bridge. Surely not, though. Man, I hope not. Yeah, she did. She's out there. Yeah. (laughs) At school the next day, Ava learns she is failing several of her classes and that she's probably not getting this art scholarship that she really, really wants. The guidance counselor, Mr. Hamish, who is a total creep, suggests that Ava needs tutoring and offers his assistance. Um, no thanks, sleazy mustache guy. That's disgusting. That is vile. Oh, 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 his mustache is the worst. Okay. You can smell the grease. Oh, it's bad. Ava tells her friends that the counselor offered his services, which they took exactly the same way we did. And they mentioned something about seeing Freya angrily leaving his office one day. Maybe he's a total creep. Maybe Freya left for the exact same reason. Later, while Ava is in the library, she sees Dominic going into a private room. The library assistant comes by to chat then, not noticing Dominic is in an area off limits to the public. 
Dominic thanks her for distracting him when he comes out. Yeah, like she was actually helping you. Ugh. Ugh. She's not helping you, Dominic. Jeez. Ugh. <sighs> Dominic, man. Ugh. Ugh. Later that night, Ava sneaks back to the manor to paint over that mural. No, she doesn't. She, did, she... <laughs> she didn't make it. Sorry. Bless. Spoiler alert. She does not paint the mural. <laughs> no, instead, she finds Dominic being attacked by dead-eyed Sadie Shit. and rushes over to help her just as he topples off the bridge. Shit. Wait, wait, wait. No. <laughs> That's not Sadie. That's just Freya in a costume with dark makeup and Dominic isn't actually dead phew thank goodness <laughs> yeah I mean at this point <laughs> they're filming their YouTube show Haunted Heartland and Ford is there helping out what a <laughs> jerk this guy's the worst honestly fuck you Ford fuck you oh my god he covers for Ava being there and everyone laughs at her jerk Privately, Ford says he's trying to keep them from filming about her family, which is nice. Guess. Mm. Dominic asks why she's really there, but she leaves without painting the mural, which we knew it was never going to happen. She's telling him not to drag her family into their video as she goes. Later, Ford apologises and says he needs to hang out with them because he wants to be an actor and all internet famous bloody internet famous Mm-mm. but come on he's supposed to be Ava's best friend she really 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 hates the Millers dude but why does she hate them so much let's flash back to the night of the car wreck it's icy a year ago exactly after a celebration with Uncle Ty and brand new Aunt Carolyn Ava's mom is driving and nervous because it's snowy, but Ava's dad is tipsy, so she has to drive. Ava's in the back seat, being a typical surly teenager, but then her dad freaks out, thinking he sees dad-eyed Sadie and starts having a seizure, which he hasn't had in a long time. Ava saw her too, though. As her mom is freaking out, trying to pull over, a giant Hummer plows into their car, sending it careening down an embankment. When they land, upside down, Ava sees her mom looking right at her. But her head is turned around the wrong way. Her neck is broken. Then she sees her dad, who is barely alive, saying that he saw Sadie. But now his eyes are gone. What the heck? Ava tries to get to her dad, but then Ty arrives and pulls her out. She climbs through the remains of the car and her hands are full of shattered glass. Ty climbs in to get his brother out, but he dies too, saying, We all have to crawl over and over and over and over again. Ty gets out just as a tree falls on the car. Was dead-eyed Sadie an omen or a warning? Maddock Miller saunters over then after grumbling about his scratched paint to see if everyone's okay. When he sees that Ava's a bloody mess and clearly her parents are violently dead, all he says is, 
guess not. Asshole. That is not an appropriate thing to say. Oh my gosh. Covered in blood, hands full of glass. Are you okay? <laughs> guess not. Womp womp. Womp womp. Jerk. Back in the present day, Ava's supposed to go to her parents' grave with Uncle Ty and Aunt Carolyn before school. After waking up from reliving the horrible crash in a nightmare, but Uncle Ty is not feeling well, so she goes to school instead. On the way, she sees Dominic's car at the gas station and plans to pull over to talk to him about not dragging her family down in his video. But Freya is driving his car and then speeds off. Later, Dominic finds her in the library, where she's working really hard trying to come up with more panels for her graphic novel art final. Dominic said he's seen her work before online and had a dream about the end of the story, which she could totally use since she's been struggling so much, and he gives her permission, if she'll help him with his Dead-Eyed Sadie video. He also reveals that he found her mural and realised that she was going to paint over it and hadn't yet. So he did. Mm. The mural was an assignment from her therapist and featured Maddox, Dominic's father, laughing at the car crash. It's not very flattering. No. But he understands. She doesn't know if she wants to help him or not, even if it means she'll finish her project and pass her class and possibly get the scholarship. Later, after school, Ava sees Dominic on the side of the road in the snow, so she pulls over. He's got a blinding migraine and is just sitting there in the snow. Freya drove his car to a modeling gig and his parents are out of town and here he is suffering from a migraine. She gets him in the car and back to his house, which should be empty, but wait, his car is there, meaning Freya is too. They exchange numbers and Ava starts to leave, but then she decides to see if Dominic really did paint over the mural or if he was just saying that to humiliate her somehow. When she gets to the pavilion, she sees Freya in there, in the same dark makeup and contacts from their video. But no, that's not makeup or contacts. Freya is dead, and her eyes are gone. Ava touches Freya's face, screams, and then Dominic comes running and starts CPR, but it's no use. Freya's dead. Yikes! Guess not. Ooh. Ooh. At the police station, Ava is interviewed and the cops seem to think she's responsible for Freya's death. Everyone knows they hated each other, so... There were also handprints about her size all over the place. Luckily, Ty is there, still sick, and they're able to leave and the questions get too leading. The next few days aren't great. Ava has terrible nightmares and school is bad. There are rumours being spread and there's an evil eye carved on her locker and they're also all over the place in the library. The librarian implies that the library assistant is pretty upset over Freya's death and he's not at work because of it. Which is weird and a little creepy. Mm. Later, she finds out that Freya made a video the night she died and in it, She's in Ford's room, snooping around and finds Ava's apple necklace, the birthday gift given to her by her mother before she died. Um, no. Excuse me, why is that in Ford's house? Uh, yeah. No, thank yeah. you. 
Uh-uh. Excellent question. Ford stole the necklace, perhaps? I mean, mm. yeah, it, mm. it's not okay. It's, it's not, not okay. okay. Furious, obviously, she leaves school and goes to the cemetery to visit her parents' graves. Dominic is also there, but she doesn't talk to him. When Ava gets home, the police are there and ask her more questions, including making her describe the entire scene over and over again. She gets overwhelmed and freaks out, then starts seeing everyone without their eyeballs. So she bolts. After she calms down, she chats with a friend whose dad is the detective on the Freya case and finds out that Freya's eyes were ice-picked out. Oh my gosh. Yikes. But also that she died around noon when Ava was definitely at school, so she can't really be a suspect. Thank goodness. She texts Dominic and decides she's going to get his help with her project. So they meet up in the library later to work on it. They don't really talk about Freya or Dead-Eyed Sadie or the Thorn family and only focus on art. And Ava realizes she doesn't necessarily hate his guts out anymore. Oh. Hmm. Shocking development. Yes. Character development. Indeed. At work at the gas station that night, Maddock comes in. He's not nice, but he apologises for Ava finding Freya's body. She watches the video that Freya and her friends made, trying to figure out who the secret sexting guy is. In one video, she sees a person in the shadows, but then it disappears. She tells Carolyn about it later, who says they're going to have to commit her, and that her uncle is currently filling out the paperwork. But... <laughs> Luckily, she's just kidding. Raises a sceptical eyebrow and tells Ava she's been under a lot of stress lately. It's parenting 101 to use the threat of committing somebody for their sanity. It's not. It's not. Mm, don't do that. That's, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a dick move. She gives her one of her favourite coffee drinks and sends her to her room. And of course, she sees Dead-Eyed Sadie again. And finally starts to believe that when you see her, you die. The next morning, Ava goes to Ford's to get her necklace and sees dead-eyed Sadie along the way. Yikes. At this point, she's a stalker. She is. (laughs) Ford is still asleep when she gets there, but his mom is kind enough to let her in. She's so angry with Ford, and it doesn't help when he tells her that he stole her necklace because he saw Ty trying to pawn it. But Ava doesn't believe him. Her uncle would not do that. They fight, and it gets even worse when he says her finding Freya was all about her, just like last year with her parents' death. (laughs) She leaves. Yeah, I don't blame you. Get out of there. How dare you be so upset that your parents died and you're making everything all about you? Oh, you saw horrific deaths. Aww. You were involved in a car crash yourself. You're the only but it's about surviving you. member of your family. It's yeah. It's all about mm. you. Why are you mm. so selfish? How dare you? <sighs> so angry. Rage. It's so Ford. much rage. So much rage. So much rage. Ford, Ford is the worst. Well, later, 
Ava talks to Dominic. He wants to leave Burden Falls and decides he's going to go after the investigation is over and finish up his senior year online. He wants to road trip to haunted locations and urban legend sites and learn the actual stories, which is what Haunted Heartland would be if it weren't so fake. It wasn't so fucking fake. <laughs> Internet fake. Mm. Dominic also talks about how, when Freya was 14, Liam, the creepy library assistant, was swapping nudes with Freya at their old school, and now he is here. That's gross. Gross. It's creepy and gross it's and gross. wrong. It's gross. Liam said on the news he didn't know her well. Again. Gross. Creepy and gross. Gross. And wrong. Lies. Gross. It's gross. Later, Ava reads some research about Sadie that Dominic found in that private library room he snuck into. Sadie was a girl, distantly related to the Miller family, who worked on the Thorn property generations ago. Ava's great-great-whatever-grandparents condemned her as a witch, and her great-great-whatever-grandmother plucked Sadie's eyes out because they were what drew in her husband. Then, they locked her in the cellar underneath the manor, which is still there today. But she disappeared. Witch! It's true, she's a witch! Magic! Is this why there are evil eyes carved everywhere? Because Sadie's eyes were taken? Are they protecting the manor from Sadie? Or protecting everyone else from the manor? Oh... Ooh, Ooh, indeed. Yikes. When Ava goes to work later, Ford sends her a million texts and calls her a bunch. But obviously, she does not want to talk to him. Never talk to him again. We don't want her to talk to him. Never again. She finally relents and learns that Ford saw something in Freya's video that might lead to her killer. They go outside the gas station to talk but don't get anywhere because a car skids by on the ice and Ford pushes Ava out of his way while he runs. He's so shitty, oh my god. The car was driven by the creepy counsellor, Mr. Hamish, and his lady friend, who happens to look exactly like Freya. Ugh, gross, ugh. Wrong, nasty, wrong, and nasty. Look, can you please just tell me that she never talks to Ford again after he pushes her into an oncoming car? I just, I just can't. I just Ugh. can't even. I just can't Ugh. even. I hate Ford. Yeah, he's hate the worst. Him. He's the worst. Yeah. Okay, so Ava is not doing very well, obviously. When she gets home... Oh, shit, Sherlock. <laughs> When she gets home, she mindlessly draws eyeballs all night and sees Sadie outside her window when she wakes. But really, there's no one out there. She wonders if she should begin counseling again. Um, yes, probably. She asks Ty about Sadie and about the research Dominic gave her how the Thorns and Millers are connected and that Sadie was a Miller and how the Thorns tortured her. Ty says not to dig into it too much because all families are shitty sometimes. It's a little bit more than shitty, Uncle Ty. 
pulling out someone's eyeballs and locking her in a cellar to die. Slightly, it's like it's like one level above shitty. One you, or you two. You push the boundaries at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The the goal of shitty family has been moved. Yes. To a completely different field. Yes. Well, hmm. there is a costume dance party in the woods by the river later to celebrate Freya's life. And Ava goes, just because she hated Freya doesn't mean that she doesn't think it's terrible that she died at barely 16. She, as a generic dark fear, and Dominic, as Slenderman dance, and she realises that she doesn't hate him at all anymore. And actually, she quite likes him. <laughs> and that maybe the Thorns and the Millers don't always have to hate each other. But then there's a ruckus. Someone has fallen through the ice into the river. Everyone at the party joins together to pull the person out, but they're holding onto someone else. A dead body. Ford's dead body. And his eyes are missing. Yes! (laughs) Womp womp. Man, if someone has to die, so glad that it was bored. That guy deserved it. That guy deserved it. Shucks. He deserved it. He totally. so deserved it. Oh, so good. So good. Excuse me. The police interrogate Ava again. Since oh, bloody hell. she and Ford were best friends up until only recently. The police think it's not a good thing to be on Ava's bad side. Insert eye roll here. After not really getting anywhere with their interrogation, they leave, and Ava goes to Ford's house to see his mother. His aunt is there visiting, and she suggests that now that Ava doesn't live in the manor anymore and her parents are gone, she could go anywhere after high school. And she realizes, hey, this is true. As she leaves their house, Dominic calls and asks her to come over. It's weird being back in her old house. Everything is different, except her room, which is now Dominic's. He shows her social media comments he's gathered from Haunted Heartland about Freya, and they are gross. You should never read the comments. Mm-mm. Don't. He, le- Mm-mm. he leaves the room to check on the dog, and while he's gone, Ava goes into Freya's room. Dominic finds her. She thinks about Freya snooping in Ford's room and thinks maybe she has something to hide too. Then she thinks about Ford finding something in her video. And they both realise that Freya had two phones in the video. So they try to find it. Then it rings. And it's in Ava's coat pocket. The same one she was wearing when she found Ava. But one she hasn't worn since. They take it to the police. She accidentally put Freya's phone in her pocket when she found her thinking it was hers and completely forgot about it. Very reasonable, considering everything that has happened. Really? It's not... It's not that inconceivable. No. Small things can slip your mind. Yeah. It's easy done. Yeah, especially when you find corpses. Yeah. A couple days later is Ava's 18th birthday, and a lawyer gives her an envelope on her way to school. She shoves it in her bag and forgets about it immediately. At school, someone has put an eyeless doodle 
Ava did of Freya on her locker that now says, Sadie made me do it, which is obviously terrible. Then Mr. Hamish calls her into his office. He tells Ava that, unfortunately, she did not get the art scholarship. But why? The only other person going for it was Freya, and she's dead. (laughs) Turns out, she couldn't get it either because she was only 16, which is probably why she left his office angry that day. So they gave it to another student instead. This is very bad news, but what's even worse is that Ava looks down at the scars in her palms and they open up like eyeballs and stare at her. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, better freak the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing left to do but freak the fuck out. Scream and scream and scream. Yep. Yep. Obviously, this means Ava bolts from Mr. Hamish's office and out to her car, fully prepared to cut off her own hands. Rational. This is rational to me. But then she does rationalise, actually, you know, she's not been sleeping well with the murders, and she's been drinking lots of her favourite coffee drinks to stay awake, so... Mm, It's not a good balance. It's not. It's not healthy. So she's just jittery, that's all. That's it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That is... That's it. it. I'm pointedly looking. That is it. That's all. Then she opens the letter from the lawyer. Maddock made a trust for her to give her her proceeds from the sale of the manor when he bought it. The cheque is for $250,000. Sheesh. Dominic comes up to her car then and explains... He says his dad was so depressed about the accident and didn't know what to do, so he set the money aside for Ava when she turned 18 so she could have it without Ty being able to get it somehow. That's also why Maddox bought the manor. He knew it was about to be foreclosed on, so he did the only thing he could to help and bought it. <laughs> Maybe he's not so terrible? Terrible-ish? After this long and important conversation, Ava and Dominic talk about the possibility that Mr. Hamish was sleezing on Freya. So they go to the police and tell them. It's awfully convenient that he and Freya had a heated conversation at school, and then he also almost ran over Ava and Ford that night that Ford died. Hmm. They see library assistant Liam at the station as they leave. He's gotten in trouble for having illicit conversations with underage girls. Yikes. Indeed. Ava spends the evening with her friends since it's her birthday, and they watch shitty vampire movies and eat pizza. Sounds this like a sounds fantastic perfect. evening. Yes. Sign Can't get any up. better. Cannot get yeah. any better than that. I hope they're watching Vampire Academy. Oh, God, yes. Ava tells them about how she's been seeing things lately. People with no eyes. Eyes in her freaking hands. <laughs> freaking dead-eyed city all over the place. They suggest she visit a doctor to see why she's hallucinating all these things. But they're not at all terrible about it. Thank goodness. Yeah. 
maybe she's being poisoned by a weed gas leak or something instead. It's possible. Yeah. You know, it's an old cottage. Yeah. You know? Ava and Dominic talk later about Mr. Hamish and how they really think he's responsible for the murders. They decide to trick him into confessing by blackmailing him a little and getting it on tape. They're going to use the cameras set up on the manor property to record him confessing and lure him there with a note saying they know about Freya and to give Ava the scholarship or else they're going to tell the police. Seems like a solid plan. That night, Ava gets ready to leave and tells Carolyn she's getting something from the manor that will help solve Freya's murder. Carolyn offers to go with her and suggests Ty go, but Ava turns her down and gives her a kiss on the cheek. Carolyn gives her a coffee for the road. How sweet! So I'm loving! So oh, sweet. So sweet and caring oh. and thoughtful. Ava and Dominic get everything set up. Ava only seeing Sadie once while they were outside planning. That's great. Only one time. When they get inside to check camera angles on the video feed, Dominic lets his dog out, and Ava accidentally spills coffee while he's gone. She gets it on her hand, leaving a handprint on the table. Then she thinks back to Freya's murder scene and how the police thought she was responsible for Freya's death because... There were handprints about her size, but there were other handprints as well. Ava realizes there must have been two murderers. Oh. She goes outside to tell Dominic and sees, is that Mr. Hamish? No, it's Uncle Ty. (gasps) And then he hits Dominic with a crowbar. Oh, shit. (laughs) Shit! Twist! So twisty. So, so good. Oh my god, it was so good. That that screaming, that perpetual scream you can hear is both me and Amanda mm-hmm. not getting the twist. Oh, so good. It will carry on through eternity. It will. It lasts forever. Eva. Is completely freaked the fuck out. Uh, yeah. Uncle Ty killed Fault? Uncle Ty killed Freya? Uncle Ty was sexting Freya? Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. She was barely 16. Uh Uh-uh. No, stop it. That's gross. Ty explains he would never cheat on Carolyn. He was just using the naked photos as blackmail to get more money from Maddox. Uh-huh. But then he realised she was so young and that if he got caught with child pornography, well, that wouldn't be good now, would it? No. So he had to kill her. That's the only other option. Wow, dude. You've, you've leaped in the wrong direction. He has been really mad, really mad for a very long time about not getting any inheritance when his father died. But why do all this now? Ava offers her trust check, but no. Ty doesn't want to have to hurt Ava. She tries to keep him talking and asks why he killed Ford. Sadie, no, Aunt Carolyn, steps from the shadows and claims responsibility for that one. Not you two. Damn it! (laughs) Second twist! God damn it. (laughs) 
says Ford was never meant to die, but he came to the cottage the night that they almost got ran over to show Ava what he found in Freya's video, and Carolyn knew he had to die. No. But then she decided she could blame it all on Ava. And then she tells her that she's been drugging her coffee with PCP to make her think she's going crazy. What the hell? Another one! Who does that? Oh Oh my gosh! Oh, and you know what else? They weren't just drugging her. Oh no. They were also drugging her father the night he died. Twist! Twist! Maybe it was the PCP that made him claw out his own eyeballs after the car crash. Fucking yikes. It's just twist all over the place. The twist is dead. It's bloody on the floor. It can't move. Ava slaps Carolyn, and Good. as she's about to retaliate, Dominic's dog attacks her. Yay! Yay! She pepper sprays Ty, gets Dominic up, and they run inside the house to hide. <sighs> what the hell, man? Fucking yikes, everyone. Yeah. So many twists. So many. Did not see a single one of them coming. Nope. 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 Perpetual screaming. But the hiding doesn't last long because Carolyn and Ty set the manor on fire. Shit. Fire solves everything. <laughs> Ava and Dominic can't escape from their hiding spot in the cellar, but they can go down deeper oh. into the place where Sadie was thrown after her eyeballs were plucked from her face. Oh. This oh. is not going to be fun. Oh. They crawl down through a water pipe that leads out of the manor and to a well at the pavilion, using Dominic's phone for light, but it's still very dark and terrifying, of course. And also, of course, Ava sees Sadie crawling on the ceiling of the pipe like a spider. <laughs> Fuck. And the pipe, it's filling with smoke. Oh. And the well is boarded up. Ava reaches up to try to get a signal with Dominic's phone and does! One of his buddies has been trying to call since he realised the manor was on fire. Thank goodness he called because now they might finally be saved if he'll come help them out. Ava tries to reach up to the boards blocking the well and feels Sadie grab her ankle and freaks out. Losing the phone. Damn it! Then she realises it wasn't Sadie who grabbed her, but Dominic. And now he's passed out from smoke inhalation and being crowbarred in the head a little while ago. Jeez. None of this is good. Uh, uh, None of this is good. uh, uh, It's all bad. All of it is bad. All the yikes. All of the yikes all the time. Constantly yikes. Dominic's friend arrives and gets them out of the well. Luckily... They are both alive and mostly unhurt. Though Ava did fall into the disgusting well water and now she's covered in muck. Ew. It's fine. It's a small price to pay. 
It's literally the least of our problems. Ugh. They're walking through the orchard when Ava sees Carolyn on the bridge. She doesn't see Ty anywhere. She approaches Carolyn, who starts freaking out, screaming that she's not a thorn. <laughs> Carolyn thinks Ava, disgustingly well-water-wet Ava, is dead-eyed Sadie. Then the actual dead-eyed Sadie appears behind Carolyn, pulls out her eyes, and topples her off the bridge and into the waterfall below. Was that actually Sadie, or was that leftover PCP? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But man, either way. Womp womp, Caroline. No. Sorry, Caroline. Womp womp, Caroline. It's it's Caroline and not Coraline. It's Coraline and not Caroline. It's Caroline and not Coraline. <laughs> Call back. <clears throat> Police and fire trucks arrive shortly, but still no one has seen Ty. Then he shatters out of the window. <laughs> He's screaming that Caroline left him to die and that everything was all her fault. And she murdered Ford and Freya. Whatever, dude. Whatever. You, sir, are going to prison for a very long time. And hopefully it's one of those haunted prisons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How could you be so desperate for money that you cause an accident that kills your brother and his wife? You drug them and their daughter. And, hell, you probably even killed your own father, too. And then murdered kids. It's not worth it. It's not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Not worth it. No. Just be poor. Just yeah. be poor. They go to the police station and tell them all exactly what happened, and then they find out that Mr. Hamish, though not responsible for Freya's death, was still guilty of something. Freya bribed him to let her get the art scholarship, but <laughs> wouldn't give the money back when he found out that Freya was too young to win. Still gross. But not as gross as murder. Hmm. Things wrap up fairly well. Or as well as can be expected after finding out that your only family has been trying to frame you for murders and drugging you and, and all that. <laughs> Shit. God damn. Ava's got $250,000 if she needs it. But she plans to not spend it if she can help it. She wants to keep writing graphic novels and go on a haunted road trip with her boyfriend. First stop, Harrow Lake. Yes! <laughs> so friggin' good! Go! Mmm. So good. So good. Literally. Oh my god, this book is so good. Mic drop. I'm out. We cannot, we can't, we cannot top this book. We can't. We can't. It's it not so possible. Good. It was so good. <sighs> What's up, fellow book nerds? It's time to feed your fiction shelf addiction. Hear book club style roundtables, bookish chats, and more. Join Tamara and her friends for fantasy and thriller read-alongs and other shenanigans over on the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Listen now on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe for free, and you too can have a shelf addiction.
so much. Honestly. You, you, we can see how much we friggin' love this book. We can tell you it's our book of the year right now, hands down. No questions. Nothing can beat this. But it doesn't do it justice. You need to go and get this book. You you need to. It, it has to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you need it. You need to read it. Because, you know, that summary was so full of details. Yeah. But there was so much more stuff. So much more. It, so much more stuff. It, it felt like we've given you so much, but we barely scratched the surface. Oh, it's so good. There's interactions, there's some side characters, just, just, wow. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's some excellent, excellent friendships in this book. Not boards. No. But others. Other friends. Ava's other friends. Which don't even play into the story at all. They were just there and not terrible. Yeah. And supportive. And like, mm-hmm. could you imagine telling your friends, um, yeah, I just saw all my hand scars open up and there were eyeballs and they were blinking at me. And they're like, yeah, okay. Maybe you should go to the doctor because it sounds like you're being poisoned. Yeah. And she was! She really was! By PCP! PCP! How do you even Her get PCP? Hand. I, I mean, just don't I just... know. <sighs> Honestly. Oh my god, what you... if she made it? Because Carolyn <sighs> is a chemist. Oh my god, she will have. Oh! <sighs> Do you know what? It's it's written in fictional hangover somewhere. One of our favourite tropes is the found family as well. Yeah. Yeah. I do like a found family. Yeah. This yeah. this this is amazing. Like the support network that she has, excluding Ford, is amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then when she starts to learn to trust Dominic and realise that he isn't a jerk that she's been thinking he is, his support is phenomenal. And then she's able to reciprocate. Yeah. There's communication. There is communication. Actual communication. I know, and which, we love it. Yes, it makes me tear up a little bit with satisfaction. I know. Mm. I mean, come on. So good. Twist upon twist upon twist upon twist. We never got communication, found family, horror element. I mean, there's just so much to this book. I know. So much. And Cass is so humble. And yeah. I, she looks so innocent. But such twistedness comes yeah. from her. Yikes. Honestly, amazing. Yeah, you need to. Amazing. Everyone, you need to go and check out our bonus episode because, surprise, we have a bonus episode with Kat talking about this book. And there are some things that we talked about in the bonus episode that we find really wonderful about her books. And, like, I don't want to talk about it here, but I kind of no. do. No, but I don't no. want to because you need to go and listen to the bonus episode. But it's one of my most favorite things about Harrow Lake. And Burden Falls. Yeah. 
So good. So good. And all the twists. Holy shit of the twists. Just, it's like you just plunged the knife in uh-huh. and just kept turning it. Yeah. Yeah. You gave it a good three or four turns. At least. I just, I'm so angry that I didn't get any of them. I was, I was talking to um, Colin about it and I said, you know, we're not, me and Amanda do not brag about being able to work out murder mysteries. We don't. I think it's just because we're, it's like anybody who reads murder mysteries, a lot of murder mysteries, it turns from working out who done it to enjoying the journey of seeing how the protagonist works it out. Yeah. You, you start to pick up the, 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 the red herrings and you, you start to see the, the traps that are being laid and what's real and what's not real. Yeah. But this, no. I fell for every single one, yep. line and sinker. I was yep. convinced, 100% convinced, that Dominic was going to be a total jerk. Yep. I was expecting him to turn around with a knife in his hand and try to cut out Ava's eyes or something. I was completely expecting that to happen. Yep. And it didn't. And he stayed nice the entire time. And I'm so freaking happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I think I loved the most was the eyeballs in the hands. Oh well, yes, this is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all all the eyeballing scenes when she's talking to the police, and then she looks up, and nobody has eyes, and she just freaks the fuck out and runs out of the room. Well, you know why? It's because. Carolyn gave her a bottle of coffee to enjoy while she was being interrogated by the police. Yeah. It's Carolyn. Gonna, that, Car- oh, drugged Carolyn. coffee oh. is gonna do that to you. Yep. I mean, the, the amount that Ava drinks seemed quite high for a 16-year-old. I mean, I was only really starting to drink coffee when I was 16. Yeah. So she's got quite a high consumption as it is. I love... <laughs> Oh, oh, I love it. I love that at the very, very, very beginning, Ava mentions that Aunt Carolyn has switched her from caffeinated to decaf coffee. Uh-huh. And so right there, well, that's why the coffee's going to taste a little weird. Yeah. Because it's a different kind. Yeah. So right there, it's already happening. It's the seed of kindness. You think she's doing it to be kind as her guardian, as her caretaker. They say, right, you consume too much caffeine. Let's go to decaf so you've still got the taste. Yeah. For your health. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Let's plunge a knife into that idea. Twist and twist and twist and twist and twist. Oh, that's so good. So good. Yeah. And when it boils down to it, Ty was doing it for money? Yeah. Why? Oh, oh, it's so bad. It is. It makes sense, though, that a person is... You, the way he's described as the second son, you know, you've got the heir and then you've got the spare. Ty is yep. the spare. Yeah, he And is. he's really feeling it. Yeah. And it's just such an old concept. And the grandfather sounds like a bit of a jerk as well. Well, yeah. Um, but, huh, it's just... You did it for money. You're horrible. That's terrible. 
And the, the thing is, he probably isn't even, like, poor. He's just living to the breadline every month. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, you've grown up in a household that for generations has run this distillery. There's this beautiful orchard and, like, you know, they've been making booze for forever. Yeah. And then it suddenly starts drying up. And apparently you didn't save anything at all. Makes you wonder. Well, I mean, it's explained. Ford says it's because of Ty's gambling habits and debts. Yeah. And that's why he saved the apple necklace. Why would you do that? If you you saw your, your best friend's relative bezeling bleeding the money out of the estate pawning things off would you just take their most prized possession their most valuable sentimentally valuable possession to save it from the pawnbroker or would you actually have a conversation with them and say I've seen this I'm maybe interpreting it wrong however do you want to leave some stuff at my house just for safety do you want me to hold on to this for you? Is there yeah. anything else that's important to you that you... Exactly. But from the initial introduction of Ford, you know this is a selfish creature. Oh, he is. Because he oh, wants to be worst. an actor. And he makes Ava go to all his plays and drags Ava around, essentially as his, like, Rody or assistant or peer or whatever, but gives nothing back. He takes and takes and takes... But he never gives anything back. And that's not a friendship. No, and- it's not. He's the worst. And then when he pushes her into the oncoming car. Oh, my God. Come on, dude. At this point, I mean, I think I don't know about you, Amanda, but I was past the point when I was going, when's Sadie going to get him? Can Sadie get four? Right. I was pretty early on thinking, Sadie, come on. Come on, if you're going to kill anybody, kill this guy. He's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I desperately want to see all of the footage, the YouTube videos that they've made. Yeah. Wouldn't have been fantastic advertising if they'd released some. That would have been really fun. Yeah. It would have been really fun. Oh, what else? The well scene. Oh, how claustrophobic. Oh, I mean, you're off your head on PCP. You see, <laughs> dead eye, Sadie, scrambling, spider-like. Oh, on the, on the, the ceiling. Tunnel. Oh, it's so creepy. She's touching you and grabbing for you and going to reach for you. <sighs> Your, not quite boyfriend, boyfriend, is concussed. So he's ill. The smoke is filling. It's getting darker and harder to breathe. You don't know where the end's going. The smallest oh. amount of light from... A mobile phone whose battery's probably not healthy and desperately trying to get out. It was so well done. I actually, when they got out, had to pause the audiobook as I was listening to it at the time and just kind of take a few breaths and go, okay, they're out. 
Um, Uncle Ty's around here somewhere, so they're not safe. No, but at least they're out. Oh, and then when they out. when they thought when they didn't know who was breaking them out, <gasps> and that it could have been Ty. Yes. And they're like, oh well, God, yes. what's worse, suffocating to death or being murdered by your uncle? Yeah. That would have been a good would you rather question to ask. <laughs> oh. I, at yeah. this point, I would I would rather the ghost took me. <laughs> because I wouldn't want to give yeah, Ty like, can I just that sink, satisfaction. Can I just sink to the bottom of the well at this point? Yeah. yeah. Can I just go down there, sink to the bottom of the well, and then me and Sadie can be BFFs, and we can just haunt the entirety of Burdenfall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she can be the eyeless ghost, and you can be the wet ghost. Yes. Wet, what, wet ghosts are a thing. Yeah, and you'll have like the long, like almost like a Japanese horror movie style. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You'd be grey, lots of black. Yeah. Go through yeah. a full-on, you know, emo phase. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking the sound of this. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh. oh, honestly. The, the, the pictures that are being painted of Sadie just kind of standing there constantly. And it's like, well, when the phone sees Sadie and the die, you're like, well, she's seen her multiple times, so no. Yeah, so then you think, her. well, is she a warning? It is a warning, right? It's a warning. She's going to be fine. It's a warning of bad things to come. She's not She's not killing you. She just shows up to let you know that something she's bad is Yeah. Do you know what I actually thought was happening? I mean, uh, the other thing I was expecting was, Dom- you know, I've said Dominic was t- actually a jerk. Yeah. I was fairly convinced that when Ava was seeing Sadie she wasn't seeing Sadie, it was the other way around. Like, Ava was basically Sadie, or Sadie was possessing her. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, there was a moment there where I thought that Ava was doing everything and didn't realize it. I did think that for a moment. Yeah. So many seeds, so many little red herrings. You don't don't expect it. You don't expect it to be PCP. No. Nobody expects PCP. No. Mm-mm. You do not expect PCP. Anything else. Eyeless ghosts. The girl... Fine. A girl murdering her friends and not realizing it. Because she's been through a traumatic experience. Uh-huh. Fine. Not your uncle and your aunt drugging you with PCP. (laughs) That is not what you expect. No. It's probably the mundaneness of it all that is the biggest shock for me. It was just, in the end, it boiled down to um, false accusations, money, and drugging. Yep. It's not a monster at all, Ava. It's your terrible family. <laughs> it turns oh, out so that Sadie good. wasn't the monster all along. <sighs> we are the monsters all Human we, nature is the monster we all We are along. the monsters. Yes. Oh. But, oh my God. but, but, Aunt Carolyn's death 
What are your thoughts? I need your thoughts. I mean, I gotta, I gotta think that it's still the PCP lingering, and that really? she didn't. Yeah, I mean, I would love for Dead-Eyed Sadie to be the hero. She actually shows up and rips out her eyes, and then they topple over the bridge together, but it's still got to be the PCB. I believe it was Sadie. I believe Sadie watched it all and went, dang, girl, you need a helping hand with this. I've got it from here. Yeah. Grab Carolyn over. Because as they're leaving three months later or whatever, as they're leaving Burden Falls, she Ava looks again. in the rear view mirror and she sees yeah. Sadie standing by the Burden Falls it's, sign. It's almost like she's sad that she's leaving. Like, this is her only friend. Yeah. I think it's the one and only genuine sighting of Sadie that she had. The rest was PCP. The rest was yeah. drugs. That, yeah. that, for me, on Carolyn's death and then... The, the burden fall that's the end of burden falls yeah those are real because she wasn't those on pcp then no she exactly. wasn't on pcp at all at the end exactly. i think we've kind of covered the surprises um everything yeah oh yeah definitely everything everything um do you know what i really 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 liked mm. the nod to harrow lake at the end oh god yes because, like, you don't know that it's Harrow Lake unless you are obsessed with Cat Ellis like we are. Yeah. You don't know that they're going to Harrow Lake. But they're like, well, yeah, the river feeds into this lake that's haunted. And, uh... and you start cheering on public transport yeah. and getting funny looks. Yes. And, oh, yeah, we're going to go check out this cannibal at this lake. And, oh, yeah, Mr. Jitters. Yes. Freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. So good. So good. And that's my fanfic for the week. Is Ava and Dominic at Harrow Lake. Yes. Crossover. Crossover. I love, I love the ends of her books because you just, they're just going off on a journey. You it's don't wrapped up know. as well. Yeah, it's wrapped up and now they're just on to something else. And the same thing happened at the end of Harrow Lake. Like, well, did Lola make it out? Yes, she did. And now she's off somewhere else doing something else. It's amazing. So and good. The, for, the, it's kind of like, I mean, it's, I'll say it's fan service, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I, I fully believe Kat's doing it for herself. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate it. Really, really heavily appreciate it. But it's 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 satisfying. It's very so, satisfying. So satisfying. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love Who it. Who was so your much. favorite character then? Sadie, whether she exists or not. <laughs> Sadie. We love you, Sadie. Yes, we love you, Sadie. You're a creep, but you're also the hero. <laughs> I also really liked Dominic. Yes. I liked Dominic quite a bit. I like I really, really liked that, um, that, you know, when they started Haunted Heartland, it was supposed to be them, like, going and doing proper research, you know, discovering urban legends and going to these small towns. That's what it was supposed to be. But then they made it into, like, this big fake 
<sighs> stupid TV show just, you know, for likes on social media. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is this is really what I wanted it to be. And, you know, hey, Ava, you remember that time that you came to my, you, you came on the property and um, I fell off the bridge? Well, that's that was my last episode because I'm done with this because I don't like it. I don't like where it's going. I don't like what they're doing. So I'm done. They're writing me out of the show. Yeah. No, I really like that as well. But then Ford was going to replace him. Fuck you, Ford. Ford. Fuck you. Fuck that guy. But yeah. Can I also point out two friends as well? Yes. What a support network. You know, when she started to see things, she called them and said, I'm starting to see this. You need to rationalize it. and they did yeah the they really they were there for her they were really there for her yeah and believed her completely it was great it was great daphne and carla were very good daphne very good friends mvps very very good friends (sighs) apart from sadie you know they really yeah really saved yeah yeah they really did so good amazing so good (sighs) okay now it's time. Yes! Oh, it's time Would to play. It's time to play with Cat Ellis. Oh my god, we love Cat Ellis so much. <laughs> Yay! It's time for Would You Rather, and we are joined today by the magnificent Cat Ellis. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Just. There aren't words. There are only sounds. Well, I'm here it's for a curb all of the sounds. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. As you're falling off a yeah. waterfall, with As your eyeballs sploosh. missing. Uh, yeah. Yes. A nice bloody sploosh at the bottom. How funny would it be oh, if the man. dead body actually just like went plop rather than sploosh? You know that funny plop sound that you hear sometimes. Oh. I'd be like, oh, that's a bit anticlimactic. Are you thinking of a specific kind of time where you'd hear that plop sound? <laughs> well, usually, I'm, no. I, it's when I'm like, I'm, is it a, is a private time? No. Just just you? No. Have you never been into a cave that's got water in it, and every now and again you hear the plop sounds? But it's kind of like a, that's not the same sound. It's not the sound that I was thinking Mm-mm. you meant. But yes, I have actually heard oh, that no, caves no. plop sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. See, Wookie Hall. No, I think. Mm-mm, no, I think she's just being kind to you because the only plop sound that you hear like that is clearly when you're using the toilet. <laughs> I mean, you're saying plop, but I don't mean plop, plop. <laughs> Anywho, would you rather? Anyway, <laughs> yikes. Let's play would you rather. Let's we play. asked on social media, would you rather be part of a fake haunted TV show or go on a real haunted road trip? On Facebook, 43% said TV and seven, sorry, 57% said road trip. On Instagram, it was 36% for the TV show and 64% for Road Trip. Mm. On Twitter, 31% for the TV show and 69% were going on the Road Trip. And on TikTok, 17% TV show and 83% Road Trip. Now, I'm very surprised by these statistics purely because we said Sam and Dean Winchester are not part of the deal. <laughs> and that could, Because we knew as we talked about it, it would come up. Yeah. I mean, you probably would rather have them with you on that road trip, but I think the fact that everybody's overwhelmingly voted for the road trip just shows that everybody's really just up for going and hunting some ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real. I'm really surprised at 
TikTok because, I mean, being obnoxiously fake on a TV show seems right up TikTok's alley. <laughs> so I'm surprised. Fake. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> I'm surprised by it. I really am. We had um, we had some good comments. Um, Drew on Twitter said, with the RV road trip, higher chances of running into a sparkly vampire in the woods. <laughs> Look, we're not talking about vampires this I mean, we can. Once. You know, <laughs> we always can talk about vampires. <laughs> Pass me my shoehorn; it needs to be inserted. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Why a book chat on Instagram said I'd much rather go on a real ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lisa Marie on Instagram said, "Real ghost hunt, but if I can't have Sam and Dean, I at least want the Impala." Fair, fair, yeah, fair. I think I might actually prefer the Impala to Sam and Dean, but maybe I'm alone in that. Impala with Castiel. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. (laughs) Look, I feel ways about Sam Winchester, okay? And it's really not even Sam Winchester. It's just Jared Padalecki. I have a... You can tell us the story again. No. Just... No, I will refrain from telling everyone that I touched his hand at the Seattle Marathon. Don't. I will refrain from, from telling that I don't story. Know. Don't tell us again. I touched. I touched his hand, and it was a. It was a great. Day. You know, I actually heard that he tells that story all the time as well. Yeah, <laughs> he better. Mm. I'm sure he does. I've definitely seen it on I'm Twitter. Sure he does. Definitely seen it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, if only that was real. <sighs> Excuse me for a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll give some more comments while you swoon again. <laughs> L20Kev on Instagram says, Honestly, the real hunt would get boring. All you basically do is carry around a ton of salt and cigarette lighter and pour circles of salt, dig holes and burn shit over and over. So I'd fake and get a player with lots of flashy equipment and rig one of those ghost voice detector boxes to say weird stuff like I was killed by Ratman. Ratman, hey? <sighs> Ratman. Ratman um, arrived a couple of weeks ago in an episode as the, it was during the Coraline episode, and he commented about how he would rather be made of rats because then he could be Candyman's cousin because he knows, he's pandering, he's pandering to me, and he knows how much I love Candyman, and now he's just created Ratman as his cousin, and he's going to murder people like Candyman. Yeah, because you were like a Bloody Mary character as well in Behind the Mirror too, something like that. Yeah, there was a big, it was a big story. You never know. You can never tell what's going to come out of Kevin's <laughs> Doing a callback, to be fair. Kevin does callbacks. He, and he always does. He's really good at callbacks. He really is. <laughs> uh, Crinoline LaFroy on Instagram said, Fake TV, just so I could waft about dramatically in a trailing nightgown, a la Justice in Defy or Defend. I love how many callbacks we have to other episodes. We do. It's ridiculous. <laughs> do. <laughs> Brie Tart on Instagram said haunted road trip because I get a camera shy with fake dramatics and I like exploring old places and Sam and Dean Winchester should be included not Brie and not to deal with it Coral on Facebook said fake TV show because you never know really what you could stumble upon plus I don't like road trips haunted or not Oh. And Colin on Facebook said, Fiat TV show all day for me. I love cheesy ghost TV shows. The most ridiculous that claims the better. Plus, there's less chance of something genuinely supernatural chewing off your face. Well, that's always a plus, isn't it? I mean, nobody wants their face chewed off. <laughs> and yet it gets written. Yeah. Mm, it does. 
You've got to sing Constance's. Our last, You've got to... Yes, our, our last comment is from Constance, who sings all of her responses. She provides us with song lyrics for every Would You Rather answer. And this one is, I'm on the highway <laughs> to hell. <laughs> and that's all it was. And that's it all says it was. everything it really needs to, doesn't it? It really, really does. Constance is excellent at finding terrible song lyrics to fit with all of our terrible Would You Rather I know that song. I know that song. I'm proud of you for knowing that song because you didn't know the song last nope. time. Witchy Woman? Witchy Woman? I don't Do you know, know it. Witchy Woman? Not by the title. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you you would if you heard it. But I don't want to sing it again because that was too much last time. <laughs> uh, Amanda does not sing. Okay, so what are we doing? Cat, what are you doing? Well, definitely the road trip for me. I wouldn't have written it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have actually been but on. To be fair, you did also write a fake TV show in there as well. I mean, well, Insta. Yeah, sure. Yeah, although the the difference being that I've been on a ghost hunt in real life, and I have never been on a fake TV show. So there's that. <laughs> You could be really good at it. Could I start one? Set up my own. You could be the new Yvette Fielding. There does need to be a new Yvette Fielding, although she might argue with that. Oh, you know, I would dispute that. Having watched every episode of Most Haunted, I would dispute that. <laughs> well, you can't mess with Most Haunted. Oh, Dell. Hmm. I saw Derek Akora live once. Mm. He's a psychic medium, Amanda. Thanks psychic for medium, that. heavy on the air call. Yes. Isn't he also no longer Are with you... us? Yes, he is in the spirit realm oh. himself. With Sam. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Sam is his spirit um, guide person thing. It's very... It got a little racist, actually. Let's move on. Amanda, oh, what are you dear doing? Dear me. Yikes. Um, I'm not being exceptionally British like you two are. Um, I am... I think I'm going to go on a on the road trip. Um, I think it will be more fun. I just... I just recently um, purchased t-shirts for myself and for a certain other co-host that she doesn't know about because I just did it yesterday with a, um, a monster that is an Arkansas um, monster. It's called a Fook Monster, and it's like our version of um, a Sasquatch. So, yeah, I want to do that. I want to find him. I want to find real Sasquatch. I want to find all the other weird stuff. I want to meet a Chupacabra. Mm -hmm. <gasps> yeah. All of these things need to be done. I've never heard of a Fook monster. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's just it's just the Arkansas version of Sasquatch. F-O-U-K-E. I was going to say, how is that one spelled? Yeah. <laughs> because. Yep. Making a note for a future book. <laughs> hey! You, you have to come here. You come here and you write about monster him. Or a swamp stalker. Ah, yeah. I'm actually writing about a swamp at the moment, so that might be quite useful. Excellent. Oh Come here. I'll show you around. Nice. We'll go find him. <laughs> okay. It's a date. Claire, what are you doing? Of course I'm going to go on the real road trip. Of course I'm going to go squatching to life behind <laughs> ambition. You know this. I have done real ghost hunts at 
haunted locations and actively really want to go back and do some more because it's been so long. Yeah, I was recently angling for us to go and do a, a ghost hunt in Swansea Waterstones. Yes. I was even on the verge of asking my publicist to see if she could wangle it, but I, I backed out the last second. Maybe I should revisit that I would, idea. <laughs> I think it needs to be revisited. I would I would happily have a road trip down to Swansea. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I mean, the building itself, it's this old, um, it used to be a cinema, but it's like a grand old cinema. And there's, I think, three or four different levels to it. I've been up to the top levels before when I've done an event in this Swansea Waterstones, and it's just an amazing building and definitely haunted. You just get the vibe as soon as you walk through the door. And it's also full of books. So even if no ghosts show up, you've got books all around you. It's just ideal. That's so much fun. You could just sit around and read spooky stories. Definitely. It's brilliant. Yeah, I want to do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. It's Definitely. Important. Definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next question. Would you rather see a terrifying eyeless goat, eyeless ghost? I think I said <laughs> eyeless goat. <laughs> Try that again. That's a new kind no of monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an eyelet ghost. That might, that, 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 that's next year's fictional handle of a Halloween t-shirt. <laughs> it is. Would you rather see a terrifying eyeless ghost on a bridge or in a well, or outside your window, or in the woods. I mean, they're all ideal places to see an eyeless ghost or goat. But I think, (laughs) based on the fact that there's a barrier between you and the ghost, maybe outside your window. At least you can close the curtains, you can hide from it then. See, practical when it comes to ghosts, as one must be. And goats. Always with goats. Um, you never know with them. <laughs> they look cute and fluffy, but can you trust a goat? No. I mean, look at the eyes. Look at the eyes on those things. Unless they don't have them. Then how do, how can you tell? Don't forget, though, goats are the symbol of the devil, yeah. apparently. It's true. It's true. We're making some fantastic things happen. I'm, right I'm seeing a Halloween t-shirt next year with an eye yeah. goat goat in it. It's just, this is... Uh, I ain't afraid yep. of no goat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's my writing done for the day. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I mean, you if you, very if you don't accomplish I anything am. else this month, you've accomplished that. Yeah, and and I won't. So, yeah. <laughs> so glad to. Be but part. is it? But is it spelled? But is it spelled as an I? I or I is. I think you get to choose. Man, I'm taking notes. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> she does. I am. I, re- I, re- I really, yeah. I am doing it. Oh my gosh. Look, I think I would, I don't want her outside my window because that's really, really close. She knows where you live. And she knows where you live. And also like, there's not a place to stand under there because the river's mm. right there. So like, how'd she get there? She's I don't want that. It's like that scene in the Buffy she movie. Make a plop sound? It's like in the Buffy movie when he's like knocking at the window and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll come down." And then suddenly realizes he's on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to see her in the woods because you know that involves having to run on a bridge. Yeah. I mean, you know, how steady are you on that bridge? Is she gonna just 
give you a little push there. Oh. And in a well. And then if you're in um, in a well, I mean, you're in a well. So that's also yeah. terrible. It's not a good place to see a ghost. I guess. No. I guess you're. And she was upside down on the. Like a spider. And the, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Really uh -huh. creepy. Yeah. Really creepy. I guess I have to go with outside the window then because everything else is worse. <laughs> well, they're not all good options, are they? I mean, seeing a ghost in the first no. place, I suppose, isn't a great option. It's terrible. How dare I'm you? A, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. You really, really are. Claire, what are you doing? Uh, I'm looking at the options. I'm reading the options. I'm not liking the options. I don't want to run. I can't run. I don't run. A well. Wells are creepy as. Mm -hmm. It's filling up with smoke. Like that is the that's a bad place to be. Yeah. Mm. I mean, granted, they're slightly different. You know, it was the pipe and then the well, but just. I don't and it's like, be there. are you I'm also going to drown? Atmosphere. True. Yeah. Ugh. Are you going to fall into the weird muck at the bottom? See, I'm leaning towards bridge just because of the spook factor. There's something creepy about seeing this ghostly figure on a bridge, which will also be like misty and will be, for some reason, an atmospheric white light from nowhere. There's no lights around, but there's an atmospheric mm. white light at this particular point in time. Yeah. And then it's always this kind of question of did I, didn't I? Whereas if it's at the window and it's tap, 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 tap at the window, that's really disconcerting. So I'm going to go bridge. I mean, for the it's a choice. Aesthetics. Well, they're not good I, choices. I, right, I think the woods might not be too bad. Like, I mean, are you driving by the woods and you see her outside, you know, you're driving by in your car and you see her out and then like you kind of don't know if oh was that a tree was that something in, like in the woods and then oh no it's an eyeballless ghost and then it's the same with the bridge though that's the same concept get with hit the by bridge. a hummer mm, yeah and what was if the well is one of those wishing wells but with the grates over so people can't steal the pennies oh so you can't get yeah out. and you're like oh that sucks to be you bye oh Mm, yeah, I think I love that that's yeah. your reaction if you see somebody down a well. Uh, you know, hard luck. See ya. Oh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've got no eyeballs. Shrug. You look pretty angry. I'm not going to go anywhere near you. <laughs> <laughs> My fight or flight re response has been tested and it's fetal position. So. Mm. <sighs> What's our next question? Would you rather live in the manor? Or in the cottage. I mean, that's quite an easy one, I think. If you want to be a little bit flash, as I do, in in all things, basically, I would go for the manor. You know, big creepy old house versus small creepy house. You go for the manor, especially seeing as it's full. You know, the cellar is just full of alcohol. I'm set. Sold. Yeah. You know, don't you love having a, you buy a manor like... house and there's just a stipulation that you have to sell all of your alcohol with it? <laughs> I not. I've got this image I that the like... manor comes with secret passages, but the cottage comes with a priest hall and they don't tell you where they are. Mm. So you have to knock down walls to find them. Well, no, they'll be there, but you've got to find the how to the secret entrances. 
the book that you have to pull out of the bookshelf. The book or the like the the candelabra. Yeah. Or you know the brick in the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. The or yeah, you don't realise there's a false perspective behind the tiny little cubby holes. Ooh, a series of mirrors. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You don't realise there's a fake panel you... underneath the stairs or something like that. <laughs> oh. All of these things sound wonderful. I think I'm going to go with the cottage just because of... I don't know. I feel like I like smaller places than big extravagant places. I'll go and explore the manor, but I don't want to live there. Because, like, what's going on, you know, in the cellar or in the hole under the cellar when I'm not there? Or what, you know, creepy rooms on the other side in an extra wing? What's going on there while I'm not paying attention? Although, if you're... I mean, let's assume they are both haunted because obviously they are. So if you're going to be trapped in one or the other, wouldn't you rather be trapped in a big house with a ghost rather than trapped in a small house with a ghost? Because you're going to see it if you're in a small house. Whether it's You can just avoid it if That's you're in a big true. one. Yeah. That is true. So, oh, Are Sam and Dean involved? No, we're not allowing <laughs> Sam and Dean in any of these. It's a ghost. Not in the first, I'm glad no. we're just forcing them in. They're not involved at all in this story, guys. Everyone listening. Sam and Dean are not a part of this. No, no, but when we were talking about the Would You Rather, it was the thing that came to mind straight away. (laughs) Would you rather Sam or Dean? Oh, we've asked that. (laughs) No. (laughs) we have. We have. Um, I think think I'm going to stick with Mm -hmm. the cottage. Now, Amanda, yeah. you are missing some potential. If you go to the manor house, my manor house is going to be very similar to either the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World or the Adams Family Manor House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are both fun. So I can waft. Wear those long well, gowns and, you know, big, those fluffy yeah. um, sleeves and just waft around the place all ethereal and ghostly myself. Basically, yeah, pretend to be a ghost, that. and the ghost won't bother us because it's like, oh, it's just her. She's just, she's new. Mm. It's awkward. So is this she's like Morticia-esque wafting rather than an actual ghost wafting? Well, I mean, you've got to change it up on a Sunday. So it's black all the all the way until Sunday when you can wear your white and do your you with the with the you know like the the ghost light kind of atmosphere kind of light going on. Yeah. Okay. Gotta mix it up. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Um, next question. Would you rather find Freya's body or Ford's? Um, I mean, I liked Freya more than I liked Ford, so probably Ford's body. And I liked how he was found as well. Um, you find a dead body in the ice. I have to tell you, whenever I walk past a frozen body of water, I'm always checking to see if there's a dead body floating just underneath the ice. But then that's the same if I... One day you will fulfil your dreams. Yes, and probably be arrested. But I have to say that I tend to do that wherever I am. If I'm, you know, passing a hedgerow or walking through a woods, I'm usually looking for dead bodies. (laughs) I'm going to look at the pictures you post on Instagram in a whole new light now. <laughs> to see like, the odd arm in the background. <laughs> Where's the dead body? Did you find one this time? We're not telling anybody. 
<laughs> would have ruined the photograph. <laughs> <laughs> just kick it out of the way. You're not in frame. <laughs> or just redo that that horrible um, that meme photograph. You know the the one with the guy who's over the grave at a funeral, just like that. Doing the hand gestures, yeah. <laughs> that with the dead body, and hashtag no filter. <laughs> yeah, You'd just be barred from human society ever after. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. And to be fair, you know, we've just no, come out of really two doesn't. years of it. So yeah, I'm used to it. Really, can we go back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Amanda? Not the actual finding of the <laughs> real dead bodies as you go for walks in the woods. Mm. Right, we're we're fictional dead bodies. Yeah. Um, you already know that you're building a house on a murder site, and where the former murder house true. was, unsubstantiated that, yeah. murder. Sorry, right? Because we've made it up. Right, <laughs> maybe we have. Um, mm. I feel like, as much as I hate Ford, because I hate him, I hate his guts out. He's a terrible human yeah. being. I don't know that I want to be out in the icy river with ford um and i like the idea of finding freya's body because in my mind i'm imagining it without you know she's in the pavilion so i'm imagining it without having been painted and like the mural is in the background and you know and then i'm leaning again more toward Candyman and like the weird graffiti (laughs) sort of thing and i feel like it will be more beautifully artistic and that is that is what I'm going to do. Even though none of that is true, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find Freya's body. And that's another Instagram picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the aesthetics are spot on there. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm finding Ford. Couldn't stand him. <laughs> I, I, I was literally that crazy person muttering on my way to work, listening to the audiobook version. And when he's, she's explaining her friendship with Ford, going, he's an asshole, he's an asshole, <laughs> drop him. Oh my God, that's not friendship. I got some funny looks. <laughs> and that, I mean, that was... I mean, you're right. He, he absolutely is an asshole and deserved to die. So, so I killed him. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah, a public yeah, service. A you're welcome. Yeah, really... <laughs> yeah, you should get an award or something for that. Although I did create him in the first place, so I suppose I don't really deserve an award for that. Mm. But you at least got yeah. rid of him. You realized you realized what you did, and you're like, "Well, shit, I have yeah. to kill him now." Dropped him in the river. See, it's fine. Took out his eyes. It's fine. <laughs> Does that make you did I say it? Fine. Obviously, <laughs> she's also Mister yeah. Jitters. Oh, Mister Jitters. She's a, a mashup. But that's a great segue to our next. Our, our next and last mm-hmm. question. <laughs> Would you rather encounter Mr. Jitters or Dead-Eyed Sadie? Now, it's not an easy choice because you're kind of guaranteed if you see either of them, you're going to die. Yeah. But at least with Dead-Eyed Sadie, she's not going to eat you. She might gouge your eyes out a bit, but she won't eat you. And I think that's usually preferable mm. in most situations. But you wouldn't know. What if she gouges before she kills you? And what if he eats you alive? I mean, there's no... Yeah. I feel like being eaten alive would take long. It would take a while. (laughs) Depends where he starts, though, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, is he gonna start from the bottom up, or is he, you know, top down? Like not enjoying it. Imagine you're like, oh, you like the eyeballs, I like the rest. It's just so yeah, a share. monster buffet. It's a dinner date. <laughs> it is. It's disturbing. I love it. No. Do you know which you would prefer? Yikes. Can I can I meet the puppet version of no. Mr. Jitters? This is no. a little one. It's gotta be it's gotta be the giant one. Stop pointing to your creepy Mr. Jitters back there He's in the so background. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but did you see who's next to him? There's oh a Sadie my god, you have a Sadie! <laughs> that is amazing. Did your mum make that one as well? Yes, freshly delivered yesterday. Your mum is incredible. Based on the you can't see her properly because of the light, but it's pinstripe. She's based on this sticker from the pre-order. Very nice. I love that. <laughs> she is so good. She's quite yes. beautiful. She's got fabulous beautiful. hair. And they go so well together. Yeah. They really do. Look at them. They're such a cute <laughs> little couple. Oh my god, they're amazing. She hasn't had her coming um, out video yet because I literally got her yesterday. I just assumed that you were saving her to show me, so that's fine. Well, that that too. I would have. I would have. I, I, I was going to record it and then post it after the recording, but I, I haven't had the opportunity. So she is beautiful. I love her. <laughs> the only dolls I like. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna pick yeah. Sadie. How come? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she's prettier. <laughs> I think she would be a bit of a playmate, wouldn't she? Like, you know, when you're little and how kids are supposed to see ghosts more, e- like much easier than an adult, and they're like, "Oh, I've just been playing with such with Sadie. We've been playing dollies." But like it's a really a creepy creature who could gouge your eyes balls at any second. Yes. All the other dolls suddenly have no eyes left. Oh gosh. That would be a nightmare. I love that situation. That would be amazing. <laughs> Netflix yeah. can borrow that concept. No, they can't. <laughs> they can buy that concept. Yes. Now we're talking. Once they've given you the money after you've written it into a story and then done a faithful adaptation of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and and let us be in the background being murdered or oh something. Yes. Absolutely. Always open to corpses. Okay. Good. 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 Me too. <laughs> That's just my acting ability. So you said Sadie, yeah, Amanda? Yeah. Yeah, I said Sadie as well. I, I think so. Um, there's not necessarily a 100% guarantee that she's going to kill you because she didn't kill everyone who saw her. Are you covering Mr. Jitter's ears yes. so he doesn't hear that you're not choosing <laughs> yes. him? I'm sure he appreciates that. Go read your book, dear. I mean, Sadie isn't really responsible for any of the deaths, really. Well, well, mm. maybe the last maybe the last one. one. Definitely. Depending on how much PCP's <laughs> left in your body. <laughs> Good old PCP. 
Good old PCP. Darn, it was that PCP again. Oh, it tastes <sighs> awful in coffee, you know. Is that what's in your flask there, Claire? Cheers. <laughs> There's a little sip of PCP here. <laughs> <laughs> These dolls aren't really by my side. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's the end. That's the end of Would You Rather. Everyone, please go and listen to please. the bonus episode. Would You Rather was excellent. The rest of the bonus episode is even better. There is content we so. desperately want to talk about, but you need to go to the bonus. Go to the bonus to episode. Get it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's so good. <laughs> wow. So God, I love good. <sighs> she's amazing. She's honestly amazing. She really is. And she's just adorably delightful too oh my god i'm, I'm nearly convinced she's pocket size for travel convenience you could just yeah. put her in your pocket and just go to some yeah. haunted locations or yeah. just for a walk yeah so good she's so good cat ellis yeah. we love you so we do much. we we love you appropriately and inappropriately yeah <laughs> yeah don't look out your window we might be there right now but then when you look again we won't be there anymore so it's fine no. it's fine Okay, favorite final thought quote? I've got one for fun and an actual one. I'm going to give you the one for fun first. Okay. Think John Wick thoughts. God, I love her. What she's saying to herself. It's from the well scene. She's trying to get out of the well. Channeling John Wick. I mean, come on. So good. So good. Mm. And my second one is, we don't need blood between us to be family. Oh, that's good too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What have you got? Okay, well, mine are a little bit more creepy than yours. Excellent. And I will start out with the non-creepy one. And even though the shittiest family member said this, it's still a good quote. Every family has shitty parts to their story, and ours is no different. <laughs> and it continues to not be different, and I continue to be shitty. It should be the rest of that sentence. Me and me and my he's, wife are shitting up the rest of this story. He's basically telling her at this point, but we're we're not picking up on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm shitty. I'm shitty. That's what I'm telling you right now. I'm a murderer. Yeah, I am. We're dragging you. We're dragging you for money. I'm a dick. Yeah, we're really shitty. Okay, so that one. Um, and then another one that I love is like the tagline to the book, but it's also in the text. First you see her, then you die. Love it. So good. And then my most favorite one of all. Which, it's the only thing that I didn't really like about the audiobook, was that this line that was repeated several, several times in the most dire of situations wasn't done better. Mm. But the rest of the audiobook was fantastic. I just feel like this could have been done to the max and it would have been yeah. great. Yeah, but, oh, I love it. We all have to crawl. 
We all have to crawl. We all have to crawl. We all have to crawl. We all have to crawl. We all have to crawl. They say it so many times and it's so good. It needed the Elise Green magic. It did. Oh, could you imagine this book if she produced it? It would oh my be God. out of this world. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. Incomparable. Yeah. But the audiobook wow. was really good too. Oh yeah, yes, I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah I really, yeah, yeah. really enjoyed it. Great. But no, I agree. That 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 line needed It needed it needed some something. spice to it. Yeah. Oh, but it's so good. Oh. Okay. If you liked this, try this. What are you going to suggest this week? I'm going to suggest Nothing can compare. Like... Nothing can compare. Sorry, everyone. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I am going to give one that's on my TBR list. Okay. Um, I'm Me seeing too. A lot of Me it. too, as a matter of fact. Me too. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of it on uh, social media at the moment, and um, it's being very well received, and it's White Smoke by Tiffany D. Jackson. The cover's gorgeous. It's a beautiful cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and the summary is from Goodreads. So, Marigold is running from ghosts. The phantoms of her old life keep haunting her, but a move with her newly blended family from their small California beach town to the embattled Midwestern city of Sayreville might be the fresh start she needs. Her mom has accepted a new job with Sterling Foundation that comes with a free house, one that Mari now has to share with her bratty ten-year-old stepsister mm. Piper. Ugh. Mm. The renovated, picture-perfect home on Maple Street, sitting between dilapidated houses, surrounded by wary neighbours, has its uh, secrets. That's only half the problem. Household items vanish. Doors open on their own. Lights turn off. Shadows walk past rooms. Voices can be heard in the walls. There's a foul smell seeping through the vents only Mari seems to notice. Worse, Piper keeps talking about a friend who wants Mari gone. But running from ghosts is just a metaphor, right? Right? As the house closes in, Mari learns that the danger isn't limited to Maple Street. Ciderville has its secrets too. And secrets always have to find a way through the cracks. Oh. How good does that sound? Sounds great. It sounds great. It sounds chilling. So it is on my TBR list. Yeah. Need to read it. Very good. What have you got? I have something else that I've waited on for a very long time. It took forever for this book to come out. It's called The Woods Are Always Watching by Stephanie Perkins. Ooh. Best friends, Nina and Josie, spent high school as outsiders, but at least they had each other. Now, with college and a 2,000-mile separation looming on the horizon, they have one last chance to be together a three-day hike deep into the woods of the Pisgah National Forest. Simmering tensions lead to a detour off the trail and straight into a waking nightmare. And then into something far worse. Something that will test them in horrifying ways. Ooh, nice. Stephanie Perkins also wrote There's Someone Inside Your House, which I really enjoyed that one. And it's, I don't know if it's actually come out on Netflix or not yet. It's supposed to have been on Netflix for a really, really, really long time. And it has a wonderful cast. And I don't know that it's actually come out yet. 
And I don't know that it ever will if it hasn't yet, but oh my gosh. I remember us talking about this. We did talk about it. I'm pretty sure I said, hey, I found out that this movie that I really, or this movie is coming out based on a book that I really liked, and we're going to have to cover it on the podcast, and then... Yes. And we were going to have a fictional hangover theater 3000. Yeah. Ooh, we'll have to have a look. We'll take a look. Yeah. Maybe did you it find is out. It, it is out. It did Why come are we out. watching? Why are we watching it? I don't know. Right. We'll need a cover... We need to, we need to, we need to do the whole we're, shebang. We're gonna have to shoehorn it in. It's happening, it's or happening. maybe it's not, and we'll just cover it eventually, and we'll watch it, and it'll it be might fun. be fun for uh, something to look forward to in January. How about that? Yeah, sure. Or yeah. December. We don't have. I don't think we have December at all. We don't have it scheduled out in such a way that we couldn't push something else to January. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. need to. It needs to happen. Yeah. Did you have an indie spotlight for us this week? Yes. We've been getting yeah. a lot of emails lately, I know at least. Yes, yes, which yes. Is very fun. Yeah. Okay. So, it, 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 like, there's nothing that can compare as Sorry. I struggle to get words out. There's nothing that can compare to, to this book. Oh my God, it was so good. But I found something that, you know, it might have a tentative link. Especially if you weave through, like, our recommendations too. Pass through them and then get to this one. It's called A Dragon Bird in the Fern by Laura Rukert. When an assassin kills Princess Giara's older sister Scylla, her vengeful ghost, Ooh. vengeful ghost, is doomed to walk their city of glittering canals, tormenting loved ones until the murderer is brought to justice. While the entire kingdom mourns, Scylla's betrothed arrives and requests that 17-year-old Jara take her sister's place as his bride to confirm the alliance between their countries. Marrying the young king intended for her sister and traveling to his distant home is distressing enough, but with dyslexia and years of scholarly struggles, Jara abandoned any hope of learning other languages long ago. She's terrified of life in a foreign land where she'll be unable to communicate. Then, Giara discovers evidence that her sister's assassin comes from the king's own country. If she marries the king, Giara can hunt the murderer and release her family from Scylla's ghost, whose thirst for blood mounts every day. To save her family, Giara must find her sister's killer before he murders her, too. Ooh. Yeah, so it's a little more fantastical yes a little more you know intriguing intriguing like machinations i can never say that right that word right machinations machinations but there's also yeah. a vengeful ghost so i mean come on you vengeful ghost the first ties <laughs> yeah there it is right there vengeful ghost i think we found another trope we need to add to the list of yes we love that yes vengeful ghost Cool. Okay, that's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. Make sure you go and listen to the bonus episode. Please, it's amazing. Oh, please, it's so thank good. you, Kat, for joining us. Oh, yes, thank you so much. Okay, I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss The Fiery Heart by Yay! Rochelle Mead. 
Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com, follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover, and on Twitter at fictionalhangover, no E-R. If you'd like this episode, check out our others, a rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.